Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, right now, I'm I'm in the spot that I love Star Wars again. I forgive the trilogy, the the post trilogy. I forgive the sequels. I forgive Jar Jar Binks at this moment. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. This this Obi Wan is something truly, truly special. Um, I don't I don't like doing the shows that I'm just like gushing over stuff. This is one of them. I very rarely does does this happen to me. I am so happy with this okay we're going to be covering this for the next five weeks the obi-wan kenobi series i'm dub i'm here with ryan we're here with skeeter and we're here with christina oh wow um what can be said um let's 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 start with ryan because you had some very interesting thoughts what was your initial thought right before going in and then going in uh so i was ready for this to be my favorite series really um i every everything up up until this point's been um just my star wars fix but this this i'm i'm back in i'm like I, all i want to do is talk star wars watch star wars i'm just like it, everything for me right now is star wars and I, I haven't felt like that in a long time nice christina what about you what's your what's your thoughts going into all this okay so first of all i watched the recap like four times Four times. Okay. Like, because it just, it gave you all the feels back right from the get go. And I was like, oh, I got to watch it again. Oh, I got to watch it again. Um, okay. First of all, I'm a girl. No. I adore, I adore no. you and no. McGregor. So <laughs> when you take something that's as beautiful eye candy as that, and you partner it with such brilliant, brilliant, brilliant casting for the most part on everything Mm -hmm. and the way they've written this oh my gosh i'm i'm already sad that it's going to be short but it needs to be short now we'll get to this in a second but that is one of the other issues that i had with this was was something that they did with ewan mcgregor that wasn't right and we'll get to that as soon as we hear what skeeters take on going in what what's your initial thoughts uh okay so you had me at hello Uh, (laughs) um Dude, the opening changed my world. Uh, Griff and I had literally just finished uh, Clone Wars. Uh, and so, you know, it took us a year, but we finally did it, the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, to see those last four episodes and then start, you know, hit, hit play on Obi-Wan was, was, oh my gosh. I mean, Talk about the warm fuzzies, the you know the things that we missed, the things that we hated being erased, and just like starting new. Yeah, and, uh, I just I loved every moment of what this was going to be. Yeah. Now let's let's start with this. My first big issue happened within the first couple of seconds of Obi Wan. Um, just so you know, I do have to come at this as more of a curmudgeon because everybody loves it so much and it's kind of boring episodes if we don't oh i love it i love it <laughs> so please don't be mad at me because i do love this but I'm, I'm gonna have to pick some things apart that i really wasn't happy with this first thing i thought the first time you see ewan mcgregor was perfect he's he's gruffy he it looks like he hasn't shaved that's the right look with it but there's no gray in his hair there should have been some grays to start with that um mcginnis look that needs to be happen sooner or later but my issue was that that scene was perfect and then the next time you see him it's all nice and it's nice and combed and he's he's looking suave and i think that they needed to keep him looking gruff i don't know about throughout the entire series but at least through this because he's still in the desert there's no reason for him to clean himself up that was an issue. That was one of those things that stuck out to me. Does, did that hit to anybody else, or is that just? Oh, a honey, I'll take him any way I can get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. I, I think it was probably the job. Like he was, you know, kind of working with that whatever kind of meat that they were cutting up. You know, yeah, fish oils. The, I want to say it was some kind of sandfish. So maybe he was, you know, rubbing in that fish oil, getting it nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't 
that's just something that I wish they would have kept a little bit more gruff, just just for the realism factor. Now, I I don't know if any guys any of you guys played Fable, the the video game series Fable Three. There is a desert world, and I'm talking that is the exact world that you see at the meat processing. It's like yes, oh my gosh, and I, I was just so taken into that. That was fantastic. What? Okay, so. Every, this is what everybody seems to want to talk about, and that is one, Leia. Um, again, I had a little problem. She may be nine years old at recording. She looks six, and you needed a 10-year-old. With that, she did a fantastic job, but she looked too young to me. Go ahead, Christina. Yes, she looks young, but her attitude, her mouth is 100% mm-hmm. 10. Like, I, I mean... I don't look my age. So, and don't say I'm 80 dub because I'm going to see you soon and I will hurt you. Um, <laughs> but no, in all reality, I mean, I didn't have as big a problem because she looked like Leia and I was worried they were going to make her too much. The diplomat. Yeah. And right at the get go, when you see that that is not her, I was, I was just squealing with joy because I knew we were going to get the Leia I want the way I imagined Carrie Fisher as a kid as Leia. Mm-hmm. She she was more Luke than what you would have thought of as Leia. And I thought that was perfect for that age, mm-hmm. which I thought was wonderful. Uh, what was your initial thoughts on the Leia character, uh, Skeeter? Um, so, yeah, I, I thought like when you watched her run, that mm-hmm. kind of took the 10 year old out of me. I mean, you know, she, looked very very young or maybe just small yeah um, i'm too a little short to be a leia i don't know <laughs> what good. are you trying um, to say about short people <laughs> but like i just i but everything about this little girl like screamed leia um you know her attitude her her quip when she when she spoke yeah her lack of fear um just she was awesome. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? I know that you were really. Yeah. So I, I, I for me, like I get to look at, I, I get to look at the prequels differently because I'm much younger than you guys. So I, I got to see exactly oh, what I think. Fired. Yeah. I, I get to see exactly <laughs> the perfect combination of Padme and Anakin. And like, she, she's just like, she's. You're ruining it. Meld between them. <laughs> I, I can ruin it. That's fine. She, um, she's just, she's the, she's the free spirit you'd expect Carrie Fisher to be, but like, she's yeah. so witty. Mm-hmm. The, the writing for her is so perfect, but her execution takes that writing to another level. I was so impressed with her acting yes. than, than anything like that, that little girl, you're going to see her on the big screen for a long time. She's able to do that at nine years old and produce the way she did. I loved it. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be something really special. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about she. Hope, she's hope, a tool there. Yeah, they they can they can do other series where they bring her in. She she can be a bridge piece. Um, yeah, because I think what they're going to do is they're going to tell the battle. That, you know, the, these in between years from the prequels to Star Wars: A New Hope, they're going to tell it in in snippets. We're, this is a limited series. We're not getting more Obi Wan, but that doesn't mean we're not getting more young Luke, or we're not going to get more young Leia. Um, so it, it's really going to be up to this little girl. And and once we do see young Luke, it's going to be up to them to carry these snippets because this is going to tie it together even better than than anything else we've seen so far. Yeah. Well, you know, and the other the other thing, real quick, is that. Carrie Fisher carries herself a certain way, but she's only five one. Yeah, she's so not tall. she's shorter than me. So this at at ten, she would not have been bigger. She would have looked like she was six. I'm going to agree with Skeeter. It wasn't until she ran. <laughs> the running <laughs> just looks like my four year old. Yeah, it was pretty bad <laughs> on that. And uh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, yes, I'm 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 going to pick on stuff right now, but it just didn't <laughs> feel like. Oh, shut your pie hole. <laughs> Just what a bully would say. I know. Oh, I have a, I have a gripe here, but it, oh, f- it's go not ahead. a... Oh, the, the music. I felt like I was watching uh, Spider-Man Star Wars. It was, that, it, was, it was cheap. 
It was definitely cheaped out. It felt really trumpety, um, a little bit in, in less orchestral it, it, um, in places. It's like John, it's like someone trying to explain the music of John Williams to somebody mm-hmm. who's never heard John Williams. Right. If that makes sense. And that's kind of. Yeah, no, 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 total, total sense. I, I, I felt like there was just a lack of other instruments. It yeah. felt a lot of trumpet. That, that's why, like, I keep, every time I'm watching, I'm like, is, am I going to see Tom Holland show up here? Like what's going on? Yeah. Um, it felt very trumpety and uh, less um, some of the, the, the older stuff. It wasn't uh, epic heavy, Yeah. Heavy, heavy wind instruments, clarinets and everything like that. And it just, it wasn't there. Yeah. But it was, it was John Williams, right? Was it? Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought. I got to look again. I'll, I'll look at him just a second. Um, actually, I'll look this up while we discuss this one thing that I want to hit real quick. Yeah. Um, the a total redemption of two characters I didn't care about ever, Owen and Brew Lars. Um, yes. Really? I mean, she, I loved Brew. She she was so caring because every time you've ever seen her in the, in the first movie, it's like, this is my wife. And then you see her at the end, and she's they're old and just kind of destroyed, and they're just kind of grandparents more than anything. The the those two characters were such a great family for Luke. I didn't see it till then. It's um, undervalued them being able to bring Joel Edgerton back. Yeah. Here. I mean, just the continuity. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of time between when they do these shows and movies. And for them to keep actors and bring actors back into the fold is incredibly valuable. And listen, it, it's not hard to go back to Hayden Christian and say, hey, you want to play Vader again? I'm sure 10 out of 10 times he's going to say yes. Oh, but it's like yeah. it's my, to he, get, he definitely said. Alec, scene, Alec, Guinness, Alec Guinness during the original trilogy, he wanted out. He convinced. Oh, he hated it. Lucas, he hated the, he hated the, uh, the lines that he was given. Um, so, you know, for me, that's not my Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor's my Obi-Wan. And Ewan McGregor is, you know, he, he's the best part of the prequels. And and he, he's he's probably the most transcendent character left in Star Wars. He's, he's Obi-Wan was done well in the original trilogy. He was done better yeah. in the prequels. Just going back real quick, I want to hit this. Um, John Williams did, he was like the... Mentor on it, apparently Natalie Holt, I guess, is, is trying to take over. Um, well, well he see. needs to mentor a little more. <laughs> I'm not, I, I was told I'm not allowed to, to mention that anymore. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. Um, also, um, I, f- I forget the name of the mother, the Leia mother. Also, this incredibly caring mother in this that I don't think mm-hmm. we ever caught before. And I think that the, there, there's something that was so important about those loving family units that made them to both turn out so well. I really like Bale. Um, yeah. Uh, Bale Organa's portrayal. Like he, he's still kind of like egging her on there. Uh, hey, still be the kid. Um, while her mother's saying, you know, I need you to grab, you know, being the, the Senator yeah. by the horn, being, the, being what she would have become by the horns. But uh She's got her dad over there just saying, like, you know, you be you. Yeah. He's still trying to push that. And that's, and that's what the she role needed. as a dad is be, yeah. and make sure they're being what they need to be. Yeah. Now, I, I want to hit, um, before we, we continue on with the characters, there's more characters I want to talk about. But let, let's talk about the fact that Disney did, I think, what I think is the smartest thing. They released the first two episodes at the same time. I think that increased the love of this because you're so much more invested. Because, yes, I think the first episode was amazing, but it wasn't as amazing until I watched the second. Does anybody else or does anybody else wish they'd just go week to week or? I I like dropping like a couple episodes that yeah. first week. And I um, like a weekly, by the way. Too, so. Yeah, I, I, I'm really loving this going back to a weekly format. Um, But sometimes Netflix does like where they drop it and like apart so you'll get like four episodes at the beginning and then it'll be a couple of weeks before you get like the next set of episodes yeah. i love that they give you 
two, I would even like three or four episodes. Well, with that, not me, with it being this short. <laughs> right. Not with it being a limited series, but yeah. um, I, I loved getting two episodes and like just, I, I got, you get two hours of content there and yeah. it's just like, you get to dive into it and there's so much to, to digest. It's like, it, it's great. So Skeeter, do you wish they would have made, made you wait for the second episode or do you think it just. Oh, they got me on the hook. Uh, with the first, and I literally was like, "Ooh!" And then you get a second episode, and that kind of yeah, kind of appeases you, it makes you feel good, especially you know, seeing everything that happened, um, you know, and, and really what started to ramp up. Um, yeah, you know, you got you got that voice. You know, I mean, I know you as well as I. Uh, we heard, you know, Lee. We heard the character. Yeah, and then everything that happened we're like oh we got that second episode so we're fully now every viewer is now fully engaged yeah in what's going on and you get that second and you're like okay i'm ready for the next one now we'll get to flea and all that in a minute but i want to hit this and i and i'm putting this on record um robert friend as the grand inquisitor i think him getting snuffed out that fast is going to go down in history as Darth Maul levels of that was stupid. You should not have killed this character. I want to watch a maxi series of the Grand Inquisitor, so that that voice he did was so terrifying. Mm. He underplayed it perfectly. Um, what is it? The third sister. She's a lot more over the top, but the the way that the Grand Inquisitor played it, it was just so. You hung on every word. It's not like frantic. I think that Disney's should kick themselves for getting rid of this character so fast. They, if you would have been sitting in the house when, when that happened, like Griff went berserk. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they fully retconned it. You know, because the Grand Inquisitor, that character was like the big dog in Rebels. Like he was the big bad. Yeah, and for him to go down that quick. Like it was a waste. I was, I was like, wait, this dude was badder than bad, and all of a sudden, it just one shot was gone. Like this is crazy. So and I and was, he happened on screen, so it's not like some of the other deaths we'll talk about in a, a minute. Um, he's gone. I don't think they can bring him back on that. It's a multiverse. Oh no, it's Star Wars. It's not a multiverse. You're welcome, Marvel Universe. <laughs> um. Any other thoughts on the Grand Inquisitor there, Christina? Uh, yeah, I think it was absolutely idiotic. It was, I, I kept looking for like, did she knock him out? And I don't know if anybody else does this, but you know, um, Disney's really smart because when you go on and you check like IMDb, they just put everybody in for five episodes. And sometimes I used to cheat like, oh, they're not in the next episode. They're dead. Um, and he's there. But because they're so good at it, I was yeah. just I was mad. I was I was mad because that should have had, if they were going to take him out, it should have been like the third or fourth. It should never have been like that's like. Since I'm so much older than Ryan, um, you know, you go to see Superman and they say that like Charlton Heston's going to be in it. And he dies the first five minutes. My mom cried for a week. So. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think this was a, a huge wasted opportunity. And this, this is, I mean, vid- visually he is, he is, I think, I think one of the most special things that we've seen in this um, in the series so far, visually, he is just, I want the toy. I want everything with this guy. Sort of like the Darth mm-hmm. Maul thing. It's just, it, so I don't know I like why this Boba bothered Fett. me. Well, well, Boba Fett lasted more, what, he lasted two movies. Yeah. There was just something, it was just, it was disappointing. I don't, yeah, I it was don't. really quick. I think you guys yeah. are going to really like the, the, uh, the Night Sisters here. Um, them bringing the, the third sister in here, they they were absolutely badass in Fallen Order. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're great in Rebels. Um, th- this is a really good villain group that they have. Um, but yeah, to, for for them yeah. to off the Grand Inquisitor like that quickly, it was it was like, why would you even give us two episodes if you were going to do that? Yeah, 
Now, no, the, I, I wasn't yeah. happy with it. Now, the third sister, let's, let's, let's move on to her for a second, I think has a lot of potential. But again, I think I feel like this character is overplaying it. It's there's you know what all the intentions are because she screams them at you. And I, that may be the character, but it's. Yeah, I don't know where I'm sitting on her right now. I think she's she a can, recycled. She's a recycled version of Kylo Ren, just like that anger yeah. and impatience, like at the same time. Where they just like have no control over it and just taking weird actions into their own hand for her to like hold a lightsaber up to Lars, uh, up to Lars's throat. Like why she just locked that lady's hand exactly. off. I, come on, slow play it. Yeah. She's just like, no, I'm going to get right into it. And that's exactly what Kylo Ren did. Um, that's what I didn't like about Kylo Ren. Um, Everything is when you, when you're just because you're a bad guy and you're impatient. That doesn't make you scary. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah Create yeah, the fear. She wasn't scary. Similar. She was annoying. She yeah, lacks exactly. that that true intensity that goes with the dark mm-hmm. side of the force. It's almost like that bully on the playground that they're only a bully because they're louder and they're bigger, but they have no true yeah. like they don't instill that fear. I'm more afraid of the Grand Inquisitor than I am the third sister right now because everything is attention driven and it's 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 like she's like the dark side version of a Veruca Salt. I, I think yeah. that the writer should have taken a little bit more from Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was the character that they wanted to do there. And I don't know if they just tried like, oh no, we just had him in and blah blah. So let's make this different. I don't know. I could be wrong on this. It just doesn't feel but, right. But then you turn around, you show her like getting bullied in an alley by the Inquisitor. Like, like what are you doing? Like, what are you trying to build sympathy for character? something that's not? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, I don't need the sympathy there. Skeeter, you had something on that? Yeah. I just, I, you know, you have to kind of consider like where, um, like for me, like where they were coming from. Like, where did these, all of a sudden, is there a bunch of, you know, Jedi that have turned? Where did they all come from? And I remember asking, you know, Griffith when we were watching, like, where where did these Jedis come from? Are they Jedis or are they just, like, you know, mutated powers that they can wield the lightsaber and like, do all these things? They were turned Jedis. Or, or were they Jedis that were turned and the trauma from being in the temple and seeing everything that happened and making it through, they were turned by that. And I, I can't answer all of that, but I do know that the Grand Inquisitor was one of the guards when Anakin went and did his thing. He was one of the head guards there. Mm-hmm. And he he turned his back on the Jedi Order at that moment. So, which again, why'd you get rid of this character? That with just with that backstory, that makes him so evil. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so now well, and I oh, think the third, I think the third sister is because some Jedi were turned and some of them were found as children with the Force in them, and then they were trained. And I think that that's her. I don't think she was a Jedi that be, was yeah. turned because they talk about how she was considered garbage, and she, mm-hmm. you know, and so I don't think she was considered a Jedi, but she had the powers of the Force. She, she could have been a Jedi that wasn't. Discovered like, yet, or that so, wasn't going to be trained because you know yeah. too much emotion. Yeah, please pull her back just a little bit because I want to like this character. I really do. But they just kind just of, offed her. No, that's kept, I. Kept I know there's a future for. I know there's got to be a future for because I think there's got to be a good story arc. Just I think that they too much too fast, just like the Kylo Ren thing, and now they're going to have to write their way out of it if they want to keep it going which is unfortunate. Now let's hit my favorite surprise and then my least favorite surprise and my favorite surprise, my favorite bass player of all time. Flea shows up. Oh my gosh. I screamed like a little girl. I, (laughs) oh my, I pulled out my bass and I just started slapping it. Uh, Just, yeah, that it was a wonderful. Please tell me somebody got video of that. No, no, we have, we have a no phones on while we watch shows policy at my house for a very good reason. <laughs> but I think this is the first time in the Star Wars universe we see someone wearing tie-dye. Um, <laughs> but tell how perfectly cast is this guy? Even if you didn't know his flea, 
you are captivated by this character. Let, let's hit Flea for a second. We'll start with Ryan this time since we knew it last last time. So I went like five minutes without realizing it was Flea, but then like oh, eventually I was like, is that shit. fucking Flea? Oh, and you got so a guitar. Know, I, <laughs> right. So I I uh I saw him and I was like, he looks familiar. Like, who the fuck is he? And then kept going. And then it was it was Flea. And I was like, that's awesome. And he's so good. He's so good. He like you don't even notice it's like just a yeah. a basis playing a, a character in here. Like he like did he angle for the role or something? No, he has a great filmography behind him. Yeah, he, he does. He's a really good actor, actually. Okay, so um, Christina, what do you think of Flea showing up? And how long, did it take you more less than five minutes? I hope it was needles. It wasn't <laughs> Flea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, no, I was excited. I was like, and I say that because I was like, that's flea. And Sean was like, that's needles from back to the future. I was like, okay, well, we're, <laughs> who are you? Who are you in my world? <laughs> He's also the, the uh, tattoo artist in uh, son-in-law with Paul Shore. Mm-hmm. That's yep. terrible. I know Better that. than a kick in the face with the golf shoe. <laughs> well, he's in like baby driver. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's, he's actually very very diverse he's very unappreciated as an actor because of what he does musically is so, so phenomenal yes i mean you you're, you'd have to be freaking uh his filmography takes a couple scrolls to get through yeah but, but he doesn't, it's pretty i don't long. think he gets the credit that he deserves but and with this role i think he is amazing um i want to kick on that for a second skeeter uh, what'd you think of seeing flea so as soon as i heard the voice i got that voice that needle i was like oh my god that's flea like nobody like oh my this was the bill burr moment like getting you know just kind of this what the heck what is what's flea doing in this situation then we like like the way Christina, you said it perfectly, like, or you know, Sean said it perfectly. This is needles uh, from Back to the Future. I was like, yes, it is. Like somehow he got pushed into the future, and now yeah, Star <laughs> Wars. And uh, I just I loved every second of it. Perfect villain, you know, perfect villain role, bad guy role. Yeah, uh, he just plays it well. Now, something that gave me a little hope on this is the fact that. He died off screen. I'm it's escapable. Whatever happened, it's escapable. He could have been knocked out there. I, I'm going to hold on to hope on this one for a long time because this gave me the one moment that I needed in my life that I had no idea that I needed. I need to see somehow. I know there are different timelines, but I need to see Thundercat and Flea have a scene together because my brain's going to go. Bah! I I that's all I really want in the Star Wars universe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible, I know. Okay, now let's talk about the moment that literally took me out of the episode because it was awful. Um, let's see. I, I apologize. I'm going to butcher the name. Kamel Ninjani. And I know I said he was in... Um, the Eternals. He was in The Eternals. He's the he worst in, guy in Eternals. He was fantastic in Portlandia. He's been fantastic in a lot of things. He does not need to do serious stuff because even as he's playing serious, it's comedic and it's not funny when he does it. Um, I am just real. I was upset by his performance. And both times you see him, you're just like, oh, can you just shoot him? You know, playing the fake Jedi and all that. It's like, ugh. and I get where they were going. It just didn't. It's the exact play. role you'd expect him to play in it. But it was it it didn't belong. I think after no. everything that's been so good. Go ahead, Christina. I would have been fine with it if they didn't try to give him honor at the yes. at the end. So him showing up didn't take me completely out. I was like, huh, that's interesting. But when all of a sudden he became the good guy and he yeah. was gonna do the right thing and go up against the third sister, and first of all, why didn't she kill him? But that that to me was like, no, you've been a sleazeball for this long. You're not just going to have this immediate shift. So I think that and he's just not good at that. If it, the right actor could have pulled it off. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It is a, this is 100% on him because they could have had a million actors, actors play that. Um, that fake Jedi role. And I love I love the concept of it. I don't I don't know if it was him, if they didn't go far enough. He was like despicable, but you didn't really care because it was like ah, it bothered yeah. me. He was just icky. Yeah. And I, if they'd have left him icky, I would have been okay with it. Very it much like Wanda, ideal. there is no redemption. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> ideal, but you know, literally less than what, 15, 20 minutes later, now he's a hero. Yeah. No. And I uh yeah. What about you, Skater? Did you have any strong feelings on him? Uh at first I was like, wait, what's happening? Like, who's this dude? I'm all something's just not right about this guy. And then when he took money, I was just kind of okay. Like Here's our comic relief. Like they're they're trying to yeah. add some fun, um, and then it just I don't know. They they sometimes push too much of the the comedy. Yeah, he's the Jar Jar Binks of Obi Wan. Oh wow! I was you, just about to you say you it. So too. nailed yeah, that. That's, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. He just it was it wasn't. You know, you just I won. Obi handled it very well. He kind of put him in his place, but I love how it came around full circle at the end. With you, like, you know, this is who I am. Uh, and he tried to save, tried to help, to bring some honor to it, like you said, Christina. But I was over him. And, and judging from the IMDb, it does look like he's got to be back. Yay. Yeah, but I no, Dis- that's what I was saying. Disney does that. But Disney also killed uh, has fleas only having two episodes too. So oh, so now that it's done, maybe they're adjusting it. I'm sorry. I don't. So Ryan, I know you had strong feelings because before I even I, watched the second episode, he goes, "Oh, I love Flea. I hated him so much." I'm like, "Okay, tell me yeah, more." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, he was the worst actor in Eternals. Like he ruined Eternals for me, Mister Finger Guns. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then you get over here and he's literally Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Just, oh, so, so bad. It, yeah. It, like, I, I cannot tell you how much, like, I got, like, immediately ripped out of that situation. We could have been given, like, even if they did it as, like, a real Jedi. And it was just, like, some unknown guy that we'd seen in Attack of the Clones who somehow escaped like as a, just as a second show, rate one i could have been would have been down with it it, did, it didn't even happen or even it, disillusioned oh, yeah it could have been someone who was a padawan of kit fisto or so just like at least some like third tertiary kind of jedi yeah it could have been anything other than this guy anyone anyone it could have yeah. been jar jar binks i wouldn't care i would have been better off with jar like, jar this would this I was so removed from the situation and so frustrated with it, and then they like they bring him back at the end of the episode, and it's just like I'm just waiting for for Obi Wan to just get so frustrated that he like lets loose with everything he's able to do, oh, and that he's God. turmoiled by it. Like just just you know hit, punch him or something, like just yeah. do something, hit him for me. Like, I, I could not stand it. It was the worst part of that episode. Yeah, and I say it's very unfortunate because he is a hilarious comic actor. He does not belong in the superhero movies. He has at all. he has that he has that whole scene that shows up all the time when I'm like scrolling through Facebook is the one where he's like at the drive-thru yelling about the cheese mm-hmm. on the burger. And it's hilarious every single time I watch it. And then you put him in a serious superhero movie, he's awful. And, and they've done it in a serious now. Star Wars yeah. show, and he's even worse. Like it, it is not he. It, it's not his wheelhouse. Get him out of there. And, yeah. and there's so many of those characters or actors just along the way through all of Disney's properties where they just didn't learn about mm-hmm. what uh-huh. they were supposed to do. Nobody asked for this. Nobody wanted this, and nobody learned. Nobody's going to learn from it. We're gonna, yeah. We'll, we'll have some annoying characters show up in Ahsoka, guaranteed. Yeah, I, I could see that character, not him, but that character doing something cool 
but it wasn't written right. And I, I've got to put this all to writing. Right. It would, they did something very wrong on that. Now, G- give me, give me a character like Claptrap from Borderlands, like someone who's like incredibly sarcastic and humorous. Yeah. But don't give me somebody who's not funny and then give him bad writing and a bad story arc. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now this is another thing that I've noticed that Disney or yeah, the Disney universe likes to throw anymore is the really cute could be a toy, but it won't be because they just can't get it right. Um, and in Wanda, they had one in, um, I think in, uh, in, Oh, I know that they had the, um, the TV thing in Loki and all this stuff. They always have that cute little, and this one was the Nola character. Was that Lola? Loa, Loa, whatever. Okay. Yeah, that it's it's a it's a cute little um, toy that they want to do something with, and it's like, eh. I don't know why. It's just I've I'm starting to notice it enough that if I feel like it's being forced. <laughs> and Christina They've done cried it right when a it couple got broken. Times, they have. They've, like, <laughs> they uh, Fall in Order has uh, BD One. BD One's fantastic in that game. Yeah. Um, Ray finds that what, what's it like DB zero or something? Um, BB eight? Yeah, no, 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 not BB eight. He finds she finds the 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 lamp on the wheel, uh, the, the tiny little one that um, in Rise of Skywalker, and he ends up being great. Uh, Babu Frick's hilarious. Yeah, but um, it, but then you have the, this is shoehorning things. Yeah, then you have things like like the porgs are just uh, boring. They look delicious. And then you have you have L- Lola, which is just like, man, what, what's it like a flying Amazon disc? It's a just fl- like to, yeah. It, it, it it's it's like Siri with I, I like flying right next to her head. Just like, hey Siri, what's that? And I know we're nitpicking here. I understand we're nitpicking here, but that I feel like it, that's one of those things that he's ten years old. I want a Lola. It's the no. Star Wars version of yeah. the Tamagotchi or whatever that thing. I bought her hook, light, and sinker. Well, but it, you know, you're a girl, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's not an insult. You're that's not, not a, wrong. That's not an insult at all. It's just. I thought she was adorable, yeah. so you're probably right. I I want her sitting back here on my shelf. And honestly, I probably would have liked her if I wouldn't have seen so much in the past. But I, yeah. I'm at this point now, like even on the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, they had the, the uh, whatever mm-hmm. that was. I don't even remember them anymore because yeah. it happened so much. But it's like you don't care anymore. And I, I wish they'd stop force feeding stuff. I, I, I wish they did it as like a full fledged droid. Yeah. Like something serious, like where like. Or at least something like they could talk. Was- where she had a back and forth with it more than it was just like answering a question for her. Yeah. Well, she was still better than Haja Estri. Fair enough. <laughs> but, and, and I, I think they wanted to give the little girl something to play off of, but I think it should have been something that had language, lin- linguistic skills. Or it could have been like an Ewok type character. No, like, see, see, the thing is, is like, like we got really good, um character one-on-one conversation like in the first episode you get obi-wan talking to the jawa which is <laughs> so fantastic it was it, it really it, was it, it, like oh if you're gonna steal that from me at least clean at least it. Clean oh, no, it no, no, first no. Clean, cleaning cleaning costs extra i died like, that was well and the fact so that he great. just insults him too and i like the, for me that the, of the of the just like random characters they throw in i love the jawas i think they're great they are a great little embodiment of Tatooine and for him to have a whole conversation with one, usually you don't get like a very no. long conversation with one. And he was having a whole back and forth and like tried to like barter with him. Um, I do, and I love I do that. Like, like, but you don't have that there. With Lola. I do like how they added the, the, the ship, you know, Luke's toy uh, you know, that he had later on in life that Obi-Wan brings to him. The toy, like, chill out. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think like, they're let him have it. This is what it is. Now, I want, I want to hit this. Um, and this is for Blyze. Um, he's had some serious complaints that why is everything on Tatooine? They're fine. We got a it started in Tatooine, but it, they got away from it. And I don't think we're gonna see Tatooine until the last episode again. 
um, it's we're getting away from the space western, I, and it really showed it when when Obi Wan walked off and he had the he had he had his lightsaber hanging off and just like literally does the you know kind of showing it and walking. Mm-hmm. I think that was the end of the western cycle on this, which is all we're getting with. I, I think the Tatooine development has like been fantastic. I love it. I love it, but I, I know there's some people lies are complaining about it a lot. Well, he's he's <laughs> wrong. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Tatooine is as much a character as any of the I people on the, sh- on the shows. If you told like seven, eight year old yourself, like when when we first meet Luke in the first mm-hmm. movie, if you were going to learn that much. And, and learn and know random things about Tatooine that we know now, you would be so excited. Yeah. I mean, it, they're mentioning like districts of Tatooine that like we hear in Boba Fett, like, like, Oh, Hey, I remember that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett runs that area like, or eventually runs that area. Like, like th- there's so many tidbits like that, that Tatooine has been like the best developed planet. Yeah. And now hopefully we get some, uh, some of that planetary development yeah. with Alderaan. Now, yeah, we, we've got more Alderaan than we have in a long time. Yeah. Now, I want to hit this real quick, and this is something that I think is important. I think this is the first thing that has come out of the Star Wars universe since probably the original, the, the you know, the the real movies, all the movies. I think this is the first time that you could introduce a small child to this. And they're like, I'm hooked for life. I think that this show has something special. I loved Mandalorian. I liked Boba Fett. This leaves them in the dust. It's there's there's something that's so special and so unique that I think this is the first one that's really going to bring kids back into it that weren't. I I, go ahead. I really hope that I, I really hope some some kids get that opportunity. Like I was the target audience for Phantom Minutes, and that's your why fault. It, it probably is my <laughs> fault. And that's that's fine. Is I, I get the luxury of understanding that the original yeah. trilogy are untouchable, but I also get the luxury of all the nostalgia goggles for the prequels, and then I get all the hardcore fandom that I get on, on all this new stuff. Mm-hmm. So like at, for me, there's nothing, there's nothing you can put in front of me. That's star Wars that I'm going to think's bad. I'll go back and watch any of the prequels and be perfectly fine watching it because I, I grew up watching those just as much as I grew up watching empire strikes back. So I'm, I'm lucky in that sense. I wish other people got that opportunity. You guys didn't get that. Um, but for me, like I didn't really mm-hmm. get to get to think that Jar Jar Binks was a terrible character until Not after always. those movies were over. Yeah. And for me, like Revenge of the Sith, like that character, that that headbutting between Obi-Wan and Anakin, that is peak Star Wars to me. Mm-hmm. Because it, it is it is the ultimate tug of good and evil. Yeah. So like for me, like, I'm just I'm getting Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's my favorite character yeah. because he's been portrayed the best. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm just loving every minute of this. Yeah. Now Skeeter, do you think I'm overstating the importance of this or is this just emotional goggles because I'm like emotional into it? I, I don't know. There, there, you have a good balance right now. I mean, yeah. Are you putting too much? Maybe. But I think that, you know, those of us that saw this, saw what we saw in the prequels and the, the last three, you know, we're, we're children of the middle. You know, four, five, and six were us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Obi-Wan that we got. Then, you know, for, for the generation that came up behind us, you know, Ryan's, Ryan's age they are seeing you know that's what they got first they didn't get four five six yeah you know so us as a you know for me for you for christina our emotional attachment is to you know 
is, is our our attachment to yeah. the middle. You know, as much as we hate certain pieces of the other ones, I will say I'm emotionally connected to it because I got to watch those last four episodes of the Clone Wars. Yeah, fair enough. Like that changed my entire view because I got to see the missing pieces of Revenge of the Sith. And now I understand the whole loop behind it. Gotcha. And I get it now. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. But I do got to say this, especially with this, no matter what generation you're from, you accept Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. No matter if you're my generation or younger, everybody accepts it. And I think that's what has made this so... It works. I don't think it'd work with any other character. Even a Yoda, I don't think would work as my, well. As my, my emotional attachment is definitely one, two, and three when it comes to Obi-Wan. <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> Fair enough. So how do you how do you sit on that? Is this is is this just hype? Is it emotion? Or do you think this is something that is truly uh, different and special? I think it's something special. I think that we took two phenomenal characters in Luke and Leia. And we, I mean, from day one, there's been memes, there's been jokes. How, how if they ended three, the way they ended three, what sister. happened to Obi-Wan? Like what happened? And the combination of all of that is to me, brilliant. It's spine tingling, exciting. And I think that this is something that I am going to someday sit down with my grandkids and be like, let me tell you a story yeah. and sit down and watch this with them. So, yeah. yeah, I think this one is, I really do. And I'm putting this on record now. I feel like, oh, this Obi-Wan series is going to be as important as the Holy Trinity, the Holy Trilogy. I should say that. Sorry. <laughs> as, as the original trilogy, I feel like it is going to be that important. Um. I would even go so far as to say that I think this is maybe with the exception of WandaVision, I think this is the best thing, best series that's been on Disney Plus. Period. Yeah, I think so it's far, that yeah. good. Uh, and that's putting a lot with two episodes because I mean, you guys know that I like hold back, but this there's something so special about this. So let, let's let's finish this up real quick. Um what grades do you guys give this? And this is going to be a hard one to grade. Remember, it's, it's, it's you don't want to raise that bar too high. Let's start with Christine on this one. A B plus. Fair enough. A B plus. I think it would have been higher if they had not taken us out in that moment. Yeah. And that is like, that for me is a struggle. But then on top of that, it would have been a C. But the way they ended it, the way they ended it bumped it right back up to a yeah. B plus for me because I just really still struggle with that dramatic change in the character so quick. That's fair. Uh, Ryan, what do you grade this at? I'm going to give it an A minus. Um, I think that it's on the right trajectory, but what it's done for me for Star Wars, like, like I just haven't felt this same way about Mandalorian and Boba Fett. I like for me, like just like all I all I want to do is think Star Wars, and I haven't felt that way in a long time. So for a show to do that for me, I'm giving it an A minus. I haven't even wanted to start Stranger Things. Like I'm just like I just haven't even Star Wars. Yeah, more Star Wars. More. How Star many Wars. times what have you, you watched it? Um, I'm I'm like kind of on like a two. I did two. Like I, I've gone back and watched tidbits, like it, right. just to make sure I'm like still like, did this really happen? Um, yeah. I kind of like tidbits of, of episode two, but I definitely watched the first episode twice. Um, Fair enough. And I watched that recap like multiple times. That recap for somebody who doesn't yes. like the prequels, like yes. redeems the prequels almost for a short period of time. It does. The way they yes. showed it, it, yes. made it yeah. it made it really tolerable. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about that next week. <laughs> Skeeter, what do you give? Uh, I'm going B plus and my B plus is really based on opening of the first episode um really kind of recapping everything giving us uh practical uh with the, the clone troopers um you know when the order 66 was enacted mm -hmm. like that was interesting that was how they amazing. did that that was so cool um 
I just, I, thus far, the things that kind of are the negatives for me mm-hmm. um, are, are kind of B, B plus. I want to go, I'm going to go with B and hope that it. Yeah. Fair enough. Totally turns with some extra credit and gets me to that A. Yeah. So. Oh, go ahead, Christina. Something I just, I'm sorry, I was going to say it earlier. Something that I loved is, you know, we always say, we talked about in The Mandalorian and Grogu about how all the Jedi were killed. And that moment when they did the Order 66 right at the beginning and they said, what do we do now? And they said, we run. It just answered that. And I I loved that they answered and addressed that question. Sorry. No, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm going to do something that you never hear me do. Um, this would have been an A had it not been for the character Haja Estri. He was terrible. Um, I give it an A minus. You, no one's ever heard me grade a first episode that high. Um, I have some very, very, very high hopes with this. I did not think I was going to. I thought this was going to be boring. I really, I went into it like, okay, well, we'll watch it. It'll be entertaining enough that we can do shows on. And phew, yeah, it 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 came so close to being an A, but. Uh, so next week we'll probably do a lot. I'll, we'll be a little bit more organized because these first episodes were just all emotion, and I didn't want to <laughs> mess with that with our with our orders. But next next week we'll we'll have a little bit be a little bit more orderly, and we'll do a lot of speculation. I think for what we think is coming next. So check out the website www.iheartgeekshow.com. Uh, go to the Facebook. Go to everywhere that we are. We talk to us. We talk back. And until next time, I'm Dub. I'm here with Ryan. We're here with Skeeter. We're here with Christina. Keep on geeking on, guys. We'll see you next week. You have been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.